Good morning, Oregon. It's Friday, March 4th. This is Andrew Thien with a news briefing from The Oregonian and Oregon Live. A bipartisan group of lawmakers have passed Governor Kate Brown's $200 million workforce initiative, which she dubbed Future Ready Oregon, an effort to help train up people to fill tens of thousands of job openings. The plan sailed through the Oregon the plan sailed through the Oregon House Thursday on a 48 to 10 vote. It passed the Senate 23 to 3 earlier this week. The plan is the governor's final legislative initiative. It directs money to local workforce development boards, community colleges and state agencies to fuel job training and apprenticeship programs that focus on underserved communities. It's backed by 77 million dollars from the state's general fund and 120 million in federal stimulus dollars. The bill focuses on healthcare, manufacturing, and technology sectors. Oregon had an estimated 100,000 job openings last fall, exceeding the number of Oregonians looking for work. The labor shortage has been exacerbated by the pandemic. Federal narcotic agents made what they believe is the largest fentanyl drug bust in state history. Officials seized about 150,000 counterfeit oxycodone pills made with fentanyl and about 20 pounds of the deadly and addictive drug in powder form. The street value of the bust is estimated at about $4 million, according to federal officials. Four men are charged with conspiracy to distribute and possess the drugs. The seizure came Tuesday night during a sting with the federal enforcement in an Oregon City parking lot in Clackamas County. The four men charged remain in custody in the Multnomah County Detention Center. Counterfeit pills are designed to resemble 30 milligram oxycodone pills, which are round, blue, and stamped with an M and the number 30. Drug dealers regularly sell counterfeit oxycodone pills, manufacturing them with fentanyl and attempting to replicate the real pills' round shape, blue color, and distinctive stamps. There were 237 fentanyl-related overdose deaths in Oregon during the first half of last year, a stark increase from the 75 recorded overdose deaths in the first half of 2019. Oregon is set to become the eighth state in the nation to grant overtime pay to farm workers. The state Senate approved House Bill 4002 on Thursday largely on a 17-10 to party-line vote. Senator Lee Beyer, a Democrat from Springfield, sided with Republicans in opposing the bill, saying he was concerned about the bill's impact on farming. The bill passed the House early this week on a party-line vote. The Democratic legislation now heads to Democratic Governor Kate Brown for her final approval. The bill phases in overtime pay by 2027 and provides tax credits over six years to farmers to offset the added expense. Farmers will have to pay time and a half to workers who work over 55 hours a week beginning in 2023. The threshold will drop to 48 hours in 2025 before being fully phased in at 40 hours per week in 2027. Proponents of the legislation said it addressed overtime disparities rooted in the racism of the Jim Crow era. In the 1930s, Southern lawmakers agreed to support the progressive federal wage and labor legislation only if agriculture workers, at the time many of whom were black, were exempt from the requirements. Opponents, however, some of whom in the Senate said they support farm worker overtime in principle, said the bill as written was was fatally flawed because it failed to consider the agriculture industry's highly seasonal labor needs and thin profit margins. 
non-drinkers and folks looking for something a little different have a new place in Southeast Portland to check out. Sucker Punch, a non-alcoholic cocktail bar, opened its doors in the Goat Box on Southeast Belmont Street a little over a week ago. Each patron was given three delicately made proof-free cocktails along with a dessert. Sucker Punch's intricate drinks are diverse and made with the same care and attention as any cocktail in Portland. The bar is straight from the fire cocktail, for example includes roasted corn tea, smoked maple syrup, cooked grape must, the bitter housewife bull run barrel-aged bitters, fresh sage, and orange peel, according to the company's website. The bar is an evolution of Sucker Punch's cocktail kit business, which started online sales in 2020 and is ongoing. Reservations are required to visit the bar, and patrons must show their identification and proof of vaccination. Sucker Punch is open Thursdays through Sundays from 6 to 11 p.m. To read more about businesses like Sucker Punch that make our city and state special and unique, visit hereisoregon.com. Thanks for listening. You can support our local journalism by subscribing to Oregon Live. Go to OregonLive.com slash pod support.